Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Anytime a quarterback throws an interception, right, there's so many layers that goes into it, whether it's the protection, you know, where a quarterback might feel like he was a little flustered in the ball, or whether it's like the Giants game where it's, you know, we're just doing a move the pocket and it's, it's a tipped up and it goes up there. So, yeah, are the turnovers too much right now? But I think it's us making sure that we're going through and evaluating, like, how are the turnovers happening? Why are they happening? And what can we do about it? That's new Bill's interim offensive coordinator, Joe Brady. You know, I, I, think, I think about what it could be like at the end of the season. He obviously, I'm sure he'd love to have the full-time title as offensive coordinator. Heck, if he does this thing and turns it around like amazingly, maybe he gets a head coaching opportunity somewhere, Joe. Who knows? He, could that right? happen? Yeah, that could happen, right? I, it wouldn't take much. If he... I mean, got, Kevin O'Connell, didn't Kevin O'Connell go straight from quarterback coach in L.A. to head coach of the Rams? Or head coach of the Vikings? Somebody did that. Was it Stefanski? Some, someone went straight from Maybe, quarterback yeah. coach head coach. Oh, it was Zach Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Zach yeah. Taylor was never the Oh, that's because anybody who touched Sean McVay in their life right. basically was going to get a head coaching So job. he went right from quarterback coach to right. uh, to head coach. So, I mean, if he like really happen. turned that around. But the wider point I'm making is he is interim right now. And don't expect the Bills to say he's the full-time guy. I mean, I wouldn't expect that unless suddenly in the next three weeks, oh, my God, they're amazing. But that's probably not how they're going to operate. They'll wait till the end of the season. They'll evaluate everything and they'll see where they are. Harry in New Hampshire is up next here on the Extra Point Show. Go ahead, Harry. Thank you, Sal. You brought up Hardy running a weak route uh, with that interception, and it got me wondering, when there's a failure to execute, doesn't that fall on the vision coaches more than the offensive or defensive coordinators? And if so, how come, the off- how come those uh, position coaches haven't been getting more heat lately? Well, it's a really good question. I do agree with you. Um, I think at the risk of just changing out position coaches left and right, you probably have somebody um, that you you go to who's, hey, this is your unit. You're responsible for coaching the coaches. We need more out of that. So there's a lot of that that goes into it, Harry, plus I think the production of the offense overall. But it's a point I've made, which is the details aren't being buttoned up by this team. And I think that is position coaches, and I think that is coordinators. That's all of that. When you have fumbles and you have interceptions and untimely drops, I think that is position coaching. But... You're not going to go fire three position coaches. It's also Ken Dorsey's unit as the offensive coordinator. He's responsible for them, and it's his job to kind of coach them up. You know what I mean? Like, if there's a there's a wider scope of all that. Thanks, Coach. Uh, thanks, Sal. I was just wondering where where they all fit in, in the 
know, that's the, you're 100 percent right. It's 100 percent right. And Joe, given the things that we've seen this year, if this continues and they're they miss the playoffs by winning nine games, I think there'll be way more significant changes to all of that than what we've seen. That 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 will probably happen. You're talking about position coaches and maybe even front office, like different things. It doesn't have to be McDermott or Bean. That's not what I'm saying. But you may get more significant coaching changes this mm-hmm. year if that were to happen because that's the circumstance and it's a production business. I wonder how far they could go. Because they've already – the coaching staff's had a lot of turnover recently. I mean, Frazier and, and now Dorsey and Dable before that and Chad Hall and – was Bobby Johnson another one? Was he the Bobby line Johnson coach? Went no, he's to, the line coach now. Went to Bobby Johnson went to the Giants. Yes. with Brian Dable. Like, there's been some turnover. Well, I, some, I of that was, some of that was Dable taking people with him, but it was. But look, I, I don't think they've had as much as mo- I'd have to do the numbers on this. No, I think but, it's been more than normal for the Bills. Yeah, but what under I mean, McDermott. What I mean is, if they did more of it, yeah. then it would graduate to okay. Now it looks like a lot. Because you remember when like Chad Hall left, and oh my God, there's another guy that left. Yeah, like look at the guys that have been here though. Like, like Kelly yeah. Skipper has been here pretty much the whole time with McDermott. Yeah. Rob Boris has been here with McDermott. John Butler came in a few years ago. He's been here for a while. Um, and then uh, Bobby Babbage takes over for his dad. Bob Babbage leaves. Bobby Babbage goes to linebackers. And by the way, yeah. remember when that was? Here's one of those ones. Let's revisit a little history here, okay, folks? Bobby Babbage coached safeties. Bob Babbage, his dad, coached linebackers. Bob Babbage leaves. Bobby Babbage gets the job. And there's a... Big criticism from the fan base of, oh, you can't go outside. You got to hire somebody from in-house. Bobby Babbage has done an amazing job with the linebackers. He ma- he coached yeah. Matt Milano, who becomes an all-pro. That's what I mean, though. Like the, All those guys have been here. If you start firing two or three of those guys, right. now it gets to a yes. point where, like, ooh, now there's a lot of turnover. Like I agree yes. with you. We're not really there now. But that's why I wonder, like, they would fire a guy, maybe, or move on from a guy. It doesn't have to be fire. But... I, I do wonder, like, what would be their limit? Like, how much coach turnover could we really see? Like, I don't, I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting McDermott, almost no matter how the season goes, to just remake the entire coaching staff. Am I wrong in thinking that? You think he could do that? I don't think he'd make remake the entire coaching staff. I think you'd see more significant changes than we have, that's okay. for sure. I, I just think that that's how it goes. Like, if you're going to... They might hire a defensive coordinator, too. And that, that is a really, really interesting point. Like, they could do that. That would not be firing someone, but that would be a change. Somebody asked me this question. I'll ask you. This is a complete hypothetical, of course. If Brandon Staley was fired in L.A., oh, no. would you want him as the Bills' defensive coordinator oh, no. on a McDermott? <laughs> Are his defenses ever good? I'm like, no. His defense stinks this year. Are his defenses always sick? I know. His defense is he's not good. He's giving 41 to the Why Lions. Why would you want him? Like, I know the Lions are good, but he's giving 41. He gives up a ton of points. If the Jets fire Robert Sala, I'll take him. No, you know who? You know the guy to think about for that? We don't spend too much time on this, but uh, Ron Rivera is going to get fired. Ooh, ooh. The uh, yeah, but the, it, the master yeah. goes to work for the Padawan. Has that ever happened before? <laughs> oh yeah, that's happened for sure. I have to think of sin- instances, but yeah, I think it's happened. Uh, what about? Uh, yeah, but is someone, Rivera, is someone, Rivera at the point of his career where he would do that though? Even want to be a court? Maybe, is Mc, maybe. Is McDermott. Let me let, that's it. Like maybe this is an easy yes. You tell me. Is McDermott going to be allowed to just remake the coaching staff? Who is would he not a, allow him? The ownership. I think he And for that him. question, it's basically, is he anywhere near close to being removed? Because if that's yes, then are you letting him pick a new offensive coordinator, pick a new defensive coordinator? But again, like I, I would lean that yes, the, he would have that freedom to do the it. The only way he wouldn't be allowed, I don't think it's because of that. It would be because they don't want to pay a lot of coaches to not coach. 
Okay. That I think to right. me that would yeah. be the only way to do that. But I do think that yes, if if, there if, would not if be we're all limit. on board that he's going to be the coach in 2024, regardless, I think Terry Pagula would say you got to do what you got to do, but it's on you. Yeah. You're going to do this, then you know you got to wear it, of course, right? Let's go to Alex in Rochester. Go ahead, Alex. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, um, thank you. So, yeah, just uh, just a quick comment. I think that can really help us help us in this game, and I, I'm not sure if you touched on it already, but. You know, obviously a staple of McDermott's defense has been the ability to take take the ball away, and we just obviously haven't seen that with the injury-riddled defense that we have. But I feel like in this game we do have an opportunity, even with the guys that we have on the field on defense, to get a couple takeaways and maybe give you know Brady and our and our our new new offensive look some short fields and some opportunities to get some you know easier points as opposed to you know putting together full drives, and, and that would really help accelerate us. And then. Second point, I'm interested to get your guys' take on this. Does the switch at offensive coordinator this week change how the Jets can prepare for us mm. and maybe give us a little bit of an edge and make us a little bit more unpredictable? When I when I listened to Dan Orlowski talk a lot about guys sitting on routes based on you know the the the, the s- simplicity of some of the the route trees that we had. So I'm curious now if maybe you know we're a little bit diverse, maybe a little bit harder to play, and now we've got the upper hand or. That, that, that first uh, step that those guys have had on us. I like this question. I thought about it, Joe. Let's just pretend. Let, here's the best way I can kind of frame it. If the Bills were playing, it could be the Jets this week, whatever, and that team, their opponent, made a coordinator change, wouldn't you be like, man, I don't know what to expect now? Shouldn't the Jets kind of feel like that? Like, uh, what, what, it's a little, isn't it a little tough to prepare? I would think it is. Oh, you well, don't know. There would be a wrinkle here, a play yeah. there, where I think you would expect something different. That could be something little. That, that could, could be, be wholesale, but... Yeah, that could be... I, I brought up an example yesterday. Like, how hard would it be? This is not something I feel like you need a major, you know, two weeks to, to change. Some of these routes Deontay Hardy's running, where he's not really getting that open. And he's not running a lot. Have him do what Tyreek Hill does with the Dolphins. He's running. Just run straight ahead, or not even that. Like he's he's moving oh, before yeah, the yeah, play, yeah. The so he has. So yeah. he has. He's already moving once the play begins. Isn't that something where, like, in Joe Brady? The reason I bring this up is because he was second in using motion when he was in Carolina. It might be something he likes to do, and if he wants to incorporate it, again, like I don't really. I'm not. I'm not knowing this as a non-coach. Couldn't you just say, "Hey, we're going to move Hardy, and we're going to run the same play otherwise"? Like, couldn't you could do that in a week? If you wanted of to, of course, yeah. yes, absolutely. I, there, I agree. So with there's you. examples like that where I think that's something, right? Like the Jets, like oh, the, oh, he's moving. Diggs is moving. Oh, wait, 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 and it doesn't have to just be motion. I think we get caught up in that. But yeah, I do think there are differences that you'll see, even if the offense doesn't look entirely different. What's what's the poster child for this? The Dolphins, right? The Dolphins do all this. They do all this yes. motion. And remember what McDermott yes. said right before when he was on our station right here. As he's going to be in 20 minutes, and he said. Basically revolutionizing, right? Like, hey, it's kind of revolutionary or something. There was a word like that. It might have been revolutionary. Or, uh-huh. every, you're going to see a lot of teams doing this now. Right. I, to me, you're that's seeing... a clue of, yeah, he, he's paying attention. Yeah. And you see how this can be effective. And you know what? He must respect it enough to say teams are going to copy it because it's working. Yeah. And teams are copying it, by the way. The Bills are one of the few that have not really... And again, that doesn't have to mean that you just you run motion and you have a good offense. That's not how the Eagles actually run the least motion in football, and they actually might have the best offense in the league the last month. Mm. So it can work both ways. But I do think it seems like a good idea. Like just a you have to do the Dolphins. Dolphins do every play, but mix it in once in a while. And again, if that's something that Brady has run in the past, 
I, I would anything that can free these guys up a little bit more because it feels far too often like Allen is dropping back to pass and he actually the numbers are showing this. I think I had it earlier. He's tenth from the bottom in the league on receiver separation on his targets. All that to mean is he's throwing to guys that aren't as open more often than other quarterbacks. So find a way to get them a little bit more open, a little bit more breathing space. Because I think one solution to turnovers, like when Dable in the Bills offense in 2020, Allen never threw any picks in 2021, part of that is if you just have guys running wide open, you're not going to throw interceptions. Because he's not throwing it where there's a defender draped all over a guy. That can be an answer here to limit the turnovers. Can Brady figure out a way to get guys a little bit more open? Wasn't the talk before the season they're going to move guys around, get better matchups, favorable matchups? Yep. Okay, that might happen formationally, but you can also move them before the snap to get mm-hmm. that matchup, to get people to move a little bit. So, yeah, I'd like to see it as well. I grew up in a time, Joe, where coaches would say all the time, and you know this, you, you, same thing. You'd hear coaches when we were younger, you play football, coaches would say, we're going to do what we do and line up, and they've got to stop us. You can't do that anymore. These, these defenses right. are so sophisticated and athletic and good, and these coordinators at the NFL level get paid a lot of money to watch what you're doing. You can't just, let's line up and play. They just have to stop us. you got to scheme and figure things out. That's what you need to do today in the NFL, and you need the talent. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. I'd like to touch on the Sabres game a little bit tonight before we get to Sean McDermott. He comes aboard here on the Extra Point Show at 11 a.m. on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.